Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Toy Back from D. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Andy Brand Bernard. And Melissa Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick off hour two with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Do, 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 What time is our guest on today? Uh, in 11 minutes. 11 minutes, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Perfect timing. Minutes. Perfect timing, ladies and gentlemen. Minneapolis has paid $63,000 of private security firms for three on the council. Uh, I'm, you might find me to have an unusual reaction to this because if they need security, I couldn't agree more. Give them the security they need if they've been threatened, if their lives are in danger or whatever. Yes, absolutely. Give them uh, private security. I got no problem with that. But by the same token, shut the hell up and let everybody have the police, okay? You need police. We need police. Right? Yeah, and we should be able to have a detail from the police to look after them. Yeah, I agree. To protect but... them. That's how, that, that's how that system works. The police do the things that no one else wants to do. That's exactly it. So... Uh, in any case, yes. I, I'm not going to go, oh, why you, you shouldn't have security. Yes, they should have security. Yeah. If they've been threatened, they should definitely have security. But so should we. Because once again, if you don't have a police force, the poorest of us all are going to suffer the most. Black people, white people, brown people, doesn't matter. The poorest among us will suffer the most without police departments. I saw an uh, on-the-street kind of interview where they went to New York City to... Uh talk to people about what they think about abolishing the police. Yeah. They went to uh, some affluent, you know, white liberal neighborhood and interviewed all the kids there. And, of course, they were all for abolishing the police. You know, sure, of course. They're awful. They, they're evolved from slave traders, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> oh, that's what they said? That's the new party line. Oh, God. And then they went to Harlem, and everyone was like, don't abolish the police. We're going to get ourselves killed. Exactly. Because if you're an upper or upper middle class you know, 
you live in Manhattan on the 175th floor, of course you're not afraid of getting rid of the police right. because no one's going to touch you. Nope. You're yeah. in an area that people can't even get in. Yeah. But if you live in a high-crime area, you rely on the police to make it so you're not the next person who gets murdered in a drive-by or a drug deal gone wrong. Or, there you have it. Or uh, mugged because they want your oh, you know, God, 89 cents yep. for money or your buck for... I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah, and if you get, yeah, if you're getting mugged, there's a very real chance of them just killing you regardless because, you know. What's the point? Exactly. What's the point of not? No witnesses, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Nearly 140 in the Twin Cities have lost their job at Cirque du Soleil. Cirque. Well, yeah, because they're not going to be putting on any shows anytime soon. Oh, no. (laughs) What about love in Vegas? Nobody can done? have any. I don't think it's done. I mean, maybe, but they're. When is when do you think there's going to be you know a thousand people in an auditorium together again? Tomorrow. I think what it's ways say? out. How about Thursday? So they probably fired everybody because they're like, we can't pay you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. They fired everyone. There's 140. You said 140 just employees in, in, in just Minne- in Minneapolis. Yeah. That might be downsizing, if anything. Wait a second. 140 employees just in Minneapolis. Those, that seems a little top-heavy. That's yes. just a number. You know, maybe there's other economic issues with regards to Cirque du Soleil. In Minneapolis, why would you even live in Minneapolis if you worked for Cirque du Soleil? Why would you have That's employees true. here? Cirque, When's the last yeah. time we saw a Cirque du Soleil show here? Cirque yeah. employs 4,000 people. Four thousand? That's yep. not surprising. They've so oh, well. They've so I many, so many different shows. They've traveling shows. Yeah, they have they resident do. shows, yeah. and there's, there's lighting people. There's props people. There's the people that are in the shows. There's sound people. It's a lot of. I hope it comes back. I love the, tra- the trainers, the choreographers, costume. Horsefly did to my arm. Sons right. of bitches. Horseflies wow. are yeah. vicious. Chomp, chomp. I hope it's not Screwfly. Screwfly, they lay, lay eggs in you, and then they, That's they great. hatch. And so it's a That's bit like Screwflies are a bit like uh, uh, what, 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 what the flies. Oh, yeah. bot, oh, flies. bot flies. Yeah, there you go. Let's get those in our stomach or something. That's great. No, they, they get in your head. You on get your a big head. Old, That's what it is. You get a big old cyst on your head, mm-hmm. and, you, and, you, and you know they're there because you, you look at them real close, and you can see the antennas or the breathing tube sticking out through the holes. Bad God-ish. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. Revolting. <laughs> Except in Northern America, it's rare to have a human It is extremely <laughs> rare to see human bloodflies. They're so mostly in South well, well, America. And Central yeah. America. Well, in Central. Yes. It's Same like thing. America. So, so if you've South. been America. to Mexico recently, then you might be screwed, but... No, no. You get you get a screw fly. No, you, you get a screw fly in Texas. Screw flies are lay the, lay the eggs on the ca- on the cattle there in Texas and yeah. Arizona. Oh, they do. Those are screw flies. So you're screwed in America. You're botted in Central America. <laughs> Ooh, this is not good news. They're kind of crabby over at the Star Tribune and aimed directly at this family. Wanted or not, Northern Minnesota, a top destination for visitors this weekend. Oh, they don't want us coming up, huh? Well, everyone's getting the hell out of the cities and bringing their violence with them, I'm sure. Well, we don't, we don't have any violence, so we're good to go. <clears throat> I've no violence. Plus, I already paid for it, so there's nothing you can I do about being it. Being up in Virginia, Minnesota made me want to move there. It's like, remember Dayton in the 90s? It was like that. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Virginia, I've known people from Virginia. It's not actually, a whole lot there, but it's very peaceful. Everyone gets along, you know. One nope. of my childhood friends now lives in Virginia, Minnesota. Which they have one? everything. <laughs> I will yeah. tell you when we're not at Target. Well, first Demacosco. 
They don't Allison. have a Costco. See? But they have a Target. She's their neighbor. And they have Target's good. Menards. Oh, and, yeah. Hmm. In Virginia? Yeah. Yeah, they got everything up there. They've got most of what you need. supply? Yes. Well. Yes, they do. <laughs> Naturally. It's like the first thing you see when you drive through town. The main thing I noticed different when I went out back to Dayton for the first time in 18 years, or 15 years, was that uh, it is no longer 99.9% John Deere products. <laughs> what is it? The, just the farming equipment. Oh, no, no, no. When no, we lived there, it was John Deere or nothing. But now it's people are just buying whatever. What is yeah. it, Katsumura or what is the Japanese? Something like that, something? yeah. Kubota is probably Kubota. the, the yeah. orange. And, and, is it Marinda? Uh, Marinda, I think, is another tractor, uh, Indian uh, tractor. I think maker. you're I right. Know. Absolutely no idea. Yeah. I don't know. The two most popular are John Deere and, and Kubota. Mm. Are they? Kubota. John Deere and Kubota? <clears throat> I know, because Sherwin-Williams specifically makes paint just for those two. Yep. What? Yep. Why? Because one's, like, bright orange and one's bright yep. green and yeah. yellow. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> true. But yeah, that Pitt, true. Pittsburgh paints might make the may make it for Case, uh, Case Western or whatever they are now and for... Yeah. What is Case Western? I remember that name. Case West, Case, Case West, no, Case Western's a university, but Case was a tractor manufacturer, and they may be part oh. of. Oh, yeah, they that's may be right. part of the with International Harvester and that mm-hmm. group. I mean, that they, they they've consolidated and everything like that. And yeah, welcome to the Farm Channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing a lot of people find interesting that they don't know is like the. That John Deere green you see is a patented color. It is. You are not allowed to use it. Unless, really? Yeah. Unless that it, that yep. very specific shade. If you tried to like you know paint your car John Deere green, you might get sued. Yes. Huh. So it's like uh, a Klein blue. Same with. Yeah, all of those colors are patented. The Best Buy color, that specific yep. shade of blue, that and the the yellow, those are patented. Really? Yep. Yep. That's very odd. I so, think you can so, patent a color. Well, they can patent a color, so it's uh, based on the blend. So if you mm-hmm. change one point, if you away, change it even a tiny bit, you're pr- it depends. I mean, like if you made an electronics store and painted it Best Buy blue, you know, minus one, Best you're probably still going to get sued. Yeah. But if you use it to paint your house, no one's going to care. Yeah. That is interesting. Yep. That is so interesting. I wonder and, what the law is on well, paint colors because music has specific. If you have a tune, it's a lot like and you music. Change yeah. three notes. You have mm-hmm. to change a certain number of notes before mm-hmm. it's not a plagiarism. Exactly. So yep. wow. I can tell you a little bit about it. Yeah, <laughs> my you brother made makes them. the paint for all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so it depends on how tight the right, like the patent is. So for my brother at the the Sherman Williams facility. He has like a regulation on how close he has to be delta wise. Mm-hmm. So some some places will say you have to be within plus or minus one delta, yeah. but if it's like plus or minus five delta, that means that that patent has a larger range. Yeah. So then they could sue you if you're within that oh, five. And it's range. not a it's not a patent. It's a registered trademark. Yeah, it's a trademark. I think so. Yes. It's a trademark. It's, it's kind of like patent. because patents expire and they don't want right. the trademark. The yeah. trademarks do not. Yeah. It's so kind of like if you yeah. buy a Crown Vic, you have to take great pains to let people know that you are not a cop with the way that you paint your car. Oh really? Yeah. You ha- you can't paint it like uh like any combination of black and white because. <laughs> it has to be very obvious because, yeah, the, the, those two colors plus the fact that it's a Crown Vic say cop to a lot of people. It's true. 
That I mean, is but true, yeah. you can have a Crown Vic that's painted white and black. You just if it's it can't like, be marked with anything. Uh, if if it's inverted, maybe. But like, yeah. if it's the same basic color scheme, yeah. Like the black in the front and the back, and then white car- doors. No, they never allow that. Except if you're in just a fat car. Is what you get then. We got to take a break. Be right back. Special guest up next with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner. They hit it off and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We are back. back down. Our very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Erica Heller. Hello, Erica. How are you? Hi, I'm just fine. Happy to be here. Nice to have you with us. Uh, what if I choose you or you choose me? And then we don't perish, therefore we could have another lunch. What do you think? (laughs) Well, the criteria for this is rather unusual, but um, it worked out. It did work out. And this heartwarming collection edited by Joseph Heller's daughter, dozens of contributors imagine one last lunch with someone they cherish. And I was just going through some of them, Erica, but I don't want to give you my impression of them. I would like to hear you talk about it because there's some amazing, amazing lunches on here. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get all kinds of people, and I never dreamed that I really actually could get lunches with them. So I just wrote down lists and lists and sent out tons of emails to agents who never replied. And sometimes it took 10 people to get to someone who actually knew one of these people. Mm -hmm. And I wanted Steve Jobs, I wanted Saul Bellow, I wanted Nora Ephron, Robin Williams, Groucho Marx. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would get them. (laughs) And so it it was tremendously exciting to actually find these people and then discover that they could write. And 
the imagination, I think, that's shown in this book, the way everyone had a different take on it, is really, really impressive. Uh, I think it's very impressive. And I, you know what I, I was... what. Maybe this is me, Erica. It's a possibility, but I would like a shot at having one one last lunch with someone who makes me happy, and one last lunch with somebody different who I could actually ask a question I was never able to ask. Yeah. So there, right. I bet you there are a lot of different choices. People do people have a hard time settling on just one person? No, it wasn't that because it had to be. They had to be connected to someone who was gone. Right. In most cases, who was famous. So there was no question about who they would write about. It was just what they would write. And some of them, you know, I think, you know, were funny. Some are hilarious. Some are very poignant. Um, the one for Steve Jobs is a wonderful cartoon. Um, so it wasn't a question of people picking people. They were picked because of who they would write about. I understand it completely, but God, in my, it's in my brain. This is your fault, Erica. Now you got my head spinning. <laughs> got my head spinning. But I just keep, <laughs> I just coming up with person after person after person. I mean, there'd be so many. Obviously, being a, a Minnesotan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, I mean, who would pass on that, right? Right, but it had to be someone who had known him. Right. Well, I didn't so know that's true. Finding people, you know, I couldn't obviously find someone for Socrates. <laughs> I well, like that too. But it wasn't possible. There were a few that I missed that I would have liked to have, but I, I was perfectly, perfectly thrilled with what we got. Well, yeah. I, I, well, I did see that George Pitcher got Jesus. That's pretty good. <laughs> I know, an Anglican priest. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought I was delirious <laughs> when I got his email. And you can't get better than that. No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, how, how did that all work out? It's, well, I suppose if you're an Anglican priest, you know Jesus, I guess. A metaphorical knowing. A metaphorical and he knowing. He was willing to, you know, to have fun with it, which was wonderful. You know, it, it's not some serious... Um, religious thing right he, he actually made it funny so it's it's delightful well they seem kirk douglas asked his father what he thought of him becoming an actor that's got to be well, a fascinating story a lot of the things in here which i found it was actually very sad and i was sort of among them were people having a chance to find out from parents who were gone if they had their approval and there was so many of those, and Kirk Douglas was one of them, because mm-hmm. um, he really didn't know what his father would have thought of that or or anything. So you get tremendous insight into these people that you usually don't know anything personal about, really. Yeah, that would make sense. Now, do you? What was your father on your list? <laughs> My father was on my list twice. Twice. I have actually two okay. lunches with him. Okay. One is my fantasy lunch, and one is my reality lunch. And I realized if I was going to be honest with this book and expect other people to be, that I would have to do both. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't really separate them. And they're very different. So, yeah, well, I did I would imagine that's probably true. I, I, 
look, I, Erica, I'd like to have lunch with you, but I'd love to have lunch with Joseph Heller, your <laughs> dad, dead. too. But you're not dead, so i got to go with your dad. There we go. But I didn't know your dad, so I can't do that either. Yeah. But, um, I, so, yeah, it's, it's a situation where, well, the two things that I was going to tell you is, um, neither one of my parents was famous, but, you know, I know a lot. After being in this business for 50 years, on September 3rd, I'll have been in radio and, for 50 years, so I've met a number of very famous wow. people. And there are some wonderful people that I've met, no doubt about it. You included, yeah. Erica. <clears throat> you know, obviously. But if I had my choice to have lunch with someone, it would be the two lunches that I would have would be with my mother, because I'd love to just sit and listen to her talk again. She was the love of my life until I met my wife, obviously. Yeah. And then the other one would be my father, who he and I never got along ever. And I'd like to just ask him, Dad, what do you think? Yeah. What, what do you think about me doing? I just one time I would have liked to have asked my father, "What what is your advice, Dad?" I'd love yeah. to be able to do that, Erica. Yeah. Well, I think it will get a lot of people thinking about things like that. Yeah, yeah. it will. And if you want to write some lunches, send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can write some lunches. Absolutely. We'll see what we can do. Erica, were there some that just floored you, that made you very sad or very happy, or were there some very um, special ones one to you? One that absolutely cracked me up over and over again was Malachi McCord, sure. yep. who wrote about his brother Frank, and I, I just found that hilarious. Um, he referred to, to Frank's ex-wife as the War Department, <laughs> and the whole, the whole thing is just wonderful, and... I think Maureen Stapleton, her son, wrote a wonderful, poignant lunch about her. You know, all the flaws and nothing hidden, and it was just wonderful. And and they were all so different, as I said. You know, I never thought I would get Jackie O. Oh, that yeah. was one of my, uh, <laughs> you know, gold rings I wanted. And that was just charming and sweet and interesting because we really know nothing about her personally. And, you know, the cooking ones, Julia Child, Marcella Hayes, and David Bowie. Mm -hmm. I mean, who wouldn't like to have lunch with him? (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that. You know, they were all, each one was like a little jewel to me. They were so so raw and personal and the takes were so different that uh, and I never knew what I was going to get because many of these people are not professional writers so I had to hope that they could do a good job with this and they really came through No, I can understand that I think I've decided on it because I only met him one time yeah. And he gave me a big hug and said, he whispered in my ear, kid, what are you doing in Minneapolis? Uh, I would have lunch with Peter Falk. I, what a lovely Aww. man. Oh, what a great guy. Did you ever meet Peter? If only I had known that. Oh, Peter Falk, just one of the greatest guys you'd ever want to meet. Just but very. would have been on my list. <laughs> well, book two. I could be in book two. That'd be good. Uh, that would be great. Be I'm writing you down. 
I'm holding you to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. One last lunch, a final meal with those who meant so much to us. Great idea, Erica. I'm so happy you, you're... Thank you. Is there a lot of pressure being Joseph's kid? I suppose there is, huh? Um, if it is, I've sort of inoculated myself <laughs> about it by now. Good. I don't really think about it, and people aren't open about it. So I'm not really, I really don't, he's gone so long, Yeah. Uh, over 20 years, and I'm a grown-up, you know, and it doesn't, it hasn't, doesn't really cling to me at this point, I don't think, that I'm aware of. Well... Great memories, hopefully. One of the great yeah. books ever written. Yep. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'd Erica. love to know what he would write about today. Yeah, wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> Joseph Heller writing about what's going on today. Well, Erica oh Heller God. could do it. You could do it. <laughs> Works for me. can only guess. Erica, thank you so much for your time. Have a, have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Erica Heller, one last lunch, a final meal with those who meant so much to us. You guys ever read Catch-22? Oh, uh, no. No, but I am familiar Ooh. with it. What a book. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, there, there's some heat going on right now about Catch-22. That somebody wanted to pull, wanted pulled off school shelves. That's every book in the world is being burned That's right ever, now. ever been good. Yeah. Every good good book has to be pulled from the shelves. Yeah, well, yeah. There was something. Wait, tell you what, we'll take a break, and Andy, could you look up and see what it was? Sure. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. What an honor it was to interview Erica Heller, Joseph Heller's daughter. Great idea. So who would you get? Who'd you? Who would you go with, Ro? Doesn't have to be famous. Man, man, man. I. Oh, so you know. Uh, but who would I want to talk to a little bit more? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe my uncle Kenneth. He was just this brilliant guy, and I never realized how smart he was. Maybe him. Mm. Maybe him. So when did you realize how smart he was? He wrote me a wrote a letter. Wrote a wrote me a letter one time, a short letter. And man, the the writing and the vocabulary it was so so and was collegiate level. And I thought, where did this come from? Yeah, I don't really. Think, I don't think he finished high school. What did he do? Farmer. Farmer wow. worked oh, in the, really? He's a and farmer? He was a, and he was a millwright in the in the mill in the steel mill. Wow. And interesting guy. Very, very well interesting. read farmer. Yeah, well, just mm. interesting. And maybe and maybe uh uh school uh grade school and 
secondary school was much, much better at that yeah, time. Yeah, that could be. Much, much better at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe, a very good yeah, point. Maybe, maybe him. Because I'd always I reflect on that. I go, man, where did this come from? And he had no idea. I knew he was, he was, you know, he was smart, but didn't have. I didn't realize he had the literary sense, which I think really made me realize how just how smart he was. So, yeah, but, I could see that. But at the same time, if you were a young kid and you were on the farm and you're out, you know, walking around with him or just, you know doing stuff with him, he would uh, stand, grab hold of the electric fence with one hand, and then reach out and say, here, take my hand, and would shock you with his other hand. So it was, uh, it was, a, so he, nice. he, he was using his understanding of uh, uh, electricity and physics uh, yeah. to, to shock you. Well, that's really nice. What do you have his uh, rubber boots on so he didn't yeah, get Something shocked, like or? that. It's, I'm sure it was something like that. And then and he, was, he was also probably one of the instigators of shooting carbide cans. Uh, calcium yeah. carbide. We take the calcium carbide. You drop it in. You drop it into a milk can, a ten-gallon milk can. Mm-hmm. You drop it in the bottom, a little bit of water. Yeah. There was a pinhole in the bottom, maybe a rusted hole through the bottom. It was a useless milk can anymore. You put the top on, and you just waited for a second. You touch the bottom of that. You go boom, yeah. and boom. Shoot this milk can lid. Yeah. You know, fifty, hundred feet in the air. Then you turn. Then you. Do it again. You just hope to God it doesn't land on your car. Yeah, well, you land on your car. Well, yeah, that did. That was the whole point. You had enough sense to put it someplace where it wouldn't land on your car. And when you were doing it, you, know, you told all the kids, "Look out! Yeah, it's gonna come down." So, so Melissa, who would it be? Heavy. If you had a chance to eat eat dinner with somebody, who would it be? Hmm. I would never be able to answer. I don't know if I. No. I'd have to think about it. for a little while. And Andy, you can't answer it either. No. Not it's not no easy. No idea. But it has to be someone you know. That's the thing. That that, that was the the rule. Well, that narrows oh. it down quite a bit. Oh, the rule is someone you know. But they have to be famous too. Well, they don't they have do? to be. I thought they was. That's what she said. They no, had to be famous. One of them was like their brother and like their mother and their father. Yeah. Well, Kirk Douglas's father, I think, was famous, wasn't he? No. No. Well, Kirk was though. Kirk. Oh Kirk well, then was. yeah, then technically no, it is not. So his hey. son is famous. Ah, uh, Michael Douglas, Michael exactly. Douglas. It's absolutely true. Oh, I don't know. I think it's an interesting premise. If you could go back, because by coincidence, I don't know if I was talking to you about this, Andy, or not, but by coincidence, I just brought that up three days ago, that if I ever got to talk to my father again, I would ask him, what do you think I should do? Just once in my life, try to get a little advice. What What do you, What would you do? What do you think I should do? Mm. I wonder what he would have a- answered. That would have been yeah. weird. Well, I suppose it would depend on his... State of, state, yeah. state of mind. State of mind. That's the, the other time. thing is you're, you know, if you're going to write something like that, how do you write as a schizophrenic? Yeah, well, how, that's yeah. a very yeah. good point. How do you yeah. do that? You, if you researched it enough, you could probably Ooh. get some of those mannerisms in there, but it, you'd never be able to nail it. Okay, you be me and I'll be my dad, and then I'll show you how it would go. Oh, God. Okay, so ask me a question. All right, Dad, what do you think I should do? Why don't you ask that guy that's standing right behind you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, oh my that's God. cold. That's that cold. The man that's with the red cold. skin and the pointy horns. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's cold. That bright red skin with the pointy <laughs> horns <laughs> right behind you. Oh. No, you know, it's not cold. It's true. It well, well, no, it's just, yeah. and that's, well, I guess, you know, the funny thing, the, the good thing about that is that really shows you what, how scary it can be oh God, to yes. have that disorder, yeah. and you can be more. You know, hopefully more empathetic, not empathetic, sympathetic, sympathetic to their yeah. sensitivities and then what they're going through and everything like that. It's a, it's hell. Well, it's, you can it's hell to go through that. In modern day, 
you at least know what's going on. You know that you've got a disorder called schizophrenia and it's causing this and this. But, you know, back then, right. you didn't even know what was happening or why it was happening. Mm-hmm. So as far right. as you were concerned, it could be real. You could be seeing ghosts or something. You had no explanation. Right. Yeah. Boy, and then go back two, three hundred years. Oh, can you imagine yeah. seeing things three hundred years ago? Oh, oh I would God. totally think I was seeing ghosts or something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's if the true. only explanation, the only other explanation I had was, you know, it's some sort of so, divine or demonic presence, then that's what you so go where with. Do, where, do you said, th- where do you think those people would end up? So you say, say 500 years ago, or no, make it make it 800 years ago. You're in you're in some town in the middle of Europe, and you start seeing stuff and you start talking to people about that. Killed because we're, you're a witch. Honestly, yeah, yeah, in a lot of places, or, probably just killed. Or exorcism because you're yeah, or exercise. With evil spirits. But yeah. then that wouldn't work. So then they would probably just lock you up or something like that. Or you just pretend you don't see stuff. The yeah, the best you could do is not mention it to anyone just and just hope it doesn't that. affect you. But if you yeah. talk to someone, yeah, I think your life would have been pretty much yeah. over. But the yeah. part of it is you can't function in the normal society. You just can't fit in. You you you're just lost. Fawn said her bed was shaking last night. So mm. Her bed was shaking? And she woke up at 3.45 in the morning and said, my bed was shaking. Was Probably like, means thunder. There was no thunder. Really? There wasn't? There was for us. It was no, raining where we were. Thunder. Yeah, it rained where It rained, but too. we didn't have any thunder. We had a little bit of heat lightning, but there wasn't any thunder. We had a couple of those night lightning before? strikes a block away. The night away. before, oh my God. Ugh, the amount loud. of thunder was... She's not as afraid of thunder as she once was, <clears throat> which is nice because she was horrified of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is rather loud. It's still... That, my age, it's still really loud. I know. If, it, if it strikes close enough, it's yeah. I know when it's yeah. like one of those really intense mm-hmm. claps, it's like oh god. Oh, yeah. They're really good yeah. when you hear the buzz. Yeah, you hear the buzz I've first. I've never heard that, and I oh, never do. Oh man, that hear the zzz, boom. Yeah. That, oh, that's the fast. It is close then. Yeah. All right, um, Doc. I get, oh, right, go ahead. I figured out my answer after he said I had to choose someone that I knew. I was like, okay, my great grandmother. My great grandmother was very sweet. That you've um, met before? It has to be someone you've met before. Yeah, she met her. She, uh, I technically she died met when my great grandma when I was like two. Two, yeah. She died when I was old. 16, so I knew her very well. <clears throat> yeah, but she was sweet, and I wish she would have lived a little longer. I don't think my great grandparents were alive. It had to be someone you knew. No, they knew. didn't. Mm. It had to be someone you knew. That's, That's all there is to That it. definitely changes things. Yeah. Well, think about it. I got to read this to Doc while you're thinking about it. The U.S. is seeing a surge in coronavirus cases with roughly 40,000 new ones coming in a day. That might seem tame compared to a new projection from Dr. Anthony Fauci. I would not be surprised if we go up to 100,000 a day. Yeah, he's doing that. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. (laughs) I would not be surprised if we go up to 100,000 a day if this does not turn around. So I'm very concerned, he said at a Senate hearing. Per the Washington Post, Fauci was responding to a question from Elizabeth Warren, who pressed him on what the final death toll might be. Why would you press him on that? For real. He doesn't know. Because they want fear. Oh, Christ. They want him to say 100 million people will die. One third of the American population is going to die. I think whether or not it is as severe as they say, regardless of the facts, they made a huge mistake in saying that protesting wouldn't cause more cases. Because people see that and they think, well, if throngs of thousands of protesters aren't going to cause any more cases, then why are 20 people at a party or 100 people at a gathering? Right. Right. So if it is as viral as they say, 
then they made a huge mistake in basically telling the entire population, no, get together. It's not going to do anything. Because yeah, I don't yeah. think that's the deal either. I think all these new cases because of testing and the people who are coming down with it are much younger well, and they're very mild cases from what I understand, well, right? Yeah, but the death rate hasn't changed. No, the death that's rate's gone down, if anything. It's gone that, down, so yeah. that, that sort of shows, well, if the death rate is, is dropping... You know, someone, I brought this up about Sweden. I said, Sweden, they didn't do any of the, they didn't do the isolation. They didn't do any of this stuff at all. They didn't shut everything down. And uh, they had a certain number of deaths. And the person said, oh, just, they're just rethinking that because now they have a surge in the number of cases they're seeing there. And I said, so I looked up the number of deaths per 100,000. And they're still, they're in the top 10. So it still hasn't changed. What are you throwing at? Well, even in America, your odds of Dying of Corona like or something like one you. in two hundred fifty thousand. Go. So, anyway, sweet Jesus. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of things to be more afraid of than a one in two hundred fifty thousand chance. No yeah. doubt about it. All right, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Hell of a show, I thought. Nice. It went by it. really fast. It went by really, really fast. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.